Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 160 of the Hawks Talk Podcast and all things Atlanta Hawks Podcast, hosted by two lifelong Hawks fans. As always, I am Jackson, joined today by Logan. Logan, we have gone down 0-2 in the series, but how are you doing? Ah, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I'm kind of just tempted to just make nothing but random noises of agony for 35, 40 minutes. And call it, and call it a wrap. You know. <sighs> hey, you know what? If nothing else, give love to Dejounte Murray. You know what I mean. There's nothing else to say other than thank you, Dejounte. You uh, you were stroking that thing. Twenty nine. I don't want to read out all the stats. It'll just make me sad. <laughs> but Dejounte had twenty nine yeah. points, six rebounds, six assists, four steals, three turnovers. Dejounte had. I mean, you know. Hawks fans, uh, the 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 media. I'm sounding like you know. I'm sounding like 2016, if you know what I'm saying. But the media, the evil media, may come for Trey. Don't let them come for Dejounte, man. He's been holding up his end of the bargain. That's all I'll say. Dejounte is doing his thing at least. But um, you remember whenever we traded for Dejounte and he was like, "Yeah, playing with Trey is a big part of me wanting to come here." I I apologize. I have, I didn't see this coming, Dejounte. I I apologize. I didn't know that Rat Goblin. Th- we have ascended past Rat Goblin mode, Logan. I'm sorry to say it. We have entered Rat you know, Demon mode. Rat I, Demon, Logan. I like the thing is, is that Trey did not have. Like he didn't have an astronomically bad shooting night. Like nine of twenty-two is not good. Two of it from three is not good. But we've seen far worse. It's just he—I don't know how else to put it. He has the yips or something. He's seeing ghosts. Like Derek White owns him right now. There's no. The Celtics have him in a box. Yeah, and and like he had a couple nice layups. He hit a couple threes. He he got to his floater a little bit, but he was missing. He missed a couple free throws. Like. I mean, there's there's plenty of reason to be concerned. Um, now, I, I will say people are people are going to say Trey is a bad playoff performer after this playoff and last playoff, you know, against the Heat. I'm not going to argue against it, but I do have to keep in mind, like he the last three or four playoff series he's played have been exclusively against fantastic defensive teams, um, and unfortunately, the Celtics have. Marcus Smart, who's a good, def- I mean, he won- he won Depoy last year. Um, Derek White, who He's a good defender, but he just he's in Trey's head, and he it feels like he has been pretty much every time they've played against each other, um, at least the last year or so. I mean, Trey was minus eighteen um, in thirty four minutes. You you cannot lose the Trey Young minutes by thirty or not by thirty by eighteen, you know, because this game was reasonably close or at least within striking distance. Um, starting the fourth quarter, we were down nine, and we started the fourth quarter with the ball. We got it down to, I think, eight at the lowest, but the Celtics were able to kind of just, as good teams do, like, they are able to just sort of hold their distance. They hit shots when they needed. It felt like Tatum had, like, 40 tonight, but he only had 29. He scored just as much as DJ, which feels wrong. Um, hell, they, the Celtics were only plus seven in Tatum's minutes. Al Horford was the one that was apparently, and Malcolm Brogdon, dude, I hate Malcolm Brogdon, Jesus Christ. I, I, I mean, what, what, what do you want me to say? You know, do y'all even want to listen to this? I honestly don't know. I don't know if anyone wants to listen to this because the truth is, is like the Hawks are outmatched. The Hawks are outcoached. And I'm not saying that as a slight to Quinn. Quinn's had two months of work with uh, Joe. What's it? Missoula? Missoulia has had six, you know, an entire year, basically. 
working with well maybe not the entire year i guess <laughs> but the entire season working with these guys we're outmatched we're we're being outplayed we're being out hustled um we're we're you know i i, I could sit here and say the celtics are the seniors the hawks are the freshmen people <laughs> the, the celtics are the belt the hawks are the ass um I could sit here and, and look you guys in the eye and say the series does not start until the home team loses. But, I mean, let's be real here. We have to win four to five against the Celtics. I don't know if that's going to happen, Jackson. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, man. Um, I don't Stone know. I, I really don't. <laughs> I, don't I, need a, I needed a second man after that one. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I wish I could come here and uh, sit here, you know, say some funny stuff to make y'all laugh or, you know, even better, make y'all feel optimistic. But um, I don't have it in me today, Logan. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I I knew you would not want to record. And the truth is, I don't want to sit here and like, I don't want to doomcast in the playoffs. That's not, that's not what playoff <laughs> podcasts are for. We're not going to doomcast. But I knew Jackson would not want to record this. John Collins, two for 11, huh? All right. But, yeah. but, the, but the truth is, is like. We have to talk about this. We have to talk about this I mean, right we, now while it's fresh. In my do opinion. we have to talk about the game or do we just do we just <laughs> is it is it is it morally wrong that I want us to wanna, move on to talking right, about right, the offseason? Right. I mean, let's not talk about the game. Let's just let's just make up. Uh, let's just what you know. What's the word I'm looking for? Let's just uh, narratives. All right, here's the narratives. John Collins, worst player Trash. in the league. DeAndre Trash. Hunter, DeAndre Trash. Hunter, get the fuck off my team. Clint Capella, you're useless. You got out reading yeah, by, I, by I, Hunter. Honestly, I was just like looking through the stats. I saw two for four, and I was like, "Who? Who is that?" Sadiq <laughs> Bay, like, you're a regular season player, you fucking loser, dude. Sadiq Bay, he's open too, man. It's crazy. I mean, I don't even know. I was so certain that Sadiq Bay Bogdan Bogdanovich. I I like you, man. I like you, goaded, goaded, dude. He hit more threes. You know, I won't even do it. I don't even have the. I don't even. Just I don't even it. have the energy just to say do it. it. I don't just say it. More threes this game than Kevin Herter's hit the whole series. Hey, I mean, you know what? I I'm gonna say, dude, 30 we se- only shot th- eight three throws and we missed four of them. 30, 30 second spiel about t- ten second spiel about Herter. I don't care about the Herter stuff. I wish we had him not to replace Bogey, but to replace Hunter. Straight up, that's the only reason why I want Herter anymore. And you know, what, you know like what's crazy? Anybody to replace you know what's cr- you know what's crazy is Hunter had the best rebound the game probably of his career. He was rebounding the ball well, but after that first quarter, he missed every like he was five of sixteen at one point. He hit three straight shots in garbage time to make it look better, but he was five of sixteen, and he started off ten points in the first quarter. And you know what? It, I can't even really blame Hunter because he was like plus he, but he can't yeah, I mean, this dribble. Game he is had four Trae turnovers. Young, right? It's on Trey Young, right? Like well, let's just call a spade yeah, a spade but, on this one. Like the Hawks so desperately need a forward. That can dribble the ball because Hunter and Collins cannot do it. And you know, Collins, we've known that for certain for a couple of years now. He's he's a pick and roll, pick and pop guy that can't shoot anymore. It's whatever. Hunter, Hunter's just never developed a handle. He never developed a feel for anything. He's he's cookies. The Celtics have way too many point of attack defenders for Hunter to do anything other than catch and shoot or maybe get a cut to the basket. It's just you know, I'm not trying to dunk on on Hunter because. Ultimately, he's not the reason why we lost. Um, and he did his best on defense. Like, like he played pretty good defense. There's not much you can do about Tatum when he's just is in good Tatum mode. You know what I mean? There's not much you can do about it when he's hitting every he when he's hitting every 
every one of those Tatum step back threes, like I mean, you know, they, Tatum's just one of those guys. He's he's a thirty point a game scorer for a reason. He's extremely good. Um, the thing that's killing us is you can't let Derek White average like twenty five this series. You just can't do it. You you really cannot do that. We're at the point where you're looking at um, the rotation changing for the Hawks because the Hawks, you know, we'll tech, we technically ran a, a nine man rotation, but Jalen Johnson was very not good in his five minutes. Um, he had a turnover, had a miss shot, and the five minutes Jalen Johnson played, he was minus thirteen. Like that's kind of crazy. So I, we we may not see more Jalen Johnson this playoffs, except for very niche situations. It may be time that. Aaron Hall, they get some run or something. I don't know. Sadiq Bay was very bad. Um, just because Sadiq Bay's whole thing is grabbing rebounds and hitting threes, and he missed three open threes and grabbed one rebound. A Kongru, he I mean, you know, I'm not gonna complain about Kongru, but at the end of the day, like it's just I mean, you know, good on a Kongru, he got five offensive rebounds, he got nine rebounds total. He got two one I mean, one super nice block. He got two blocks total, eight points, but the bench was just outplayed like the bench minus 17 minus 14 minus 13 bogey played 33 minutes was minus 10 but it's hard to hate on bogey because his shot making was kind of keeping us floating him and Dejounte shot making was keeping us floating um in that third quarter so it's it's really hard to be upset with bogey you just flat out need more from guys like uh bay hunter Collins, I mean, obviously, I mean, Trey Young's a whole. We're going to talk about Trey Young after this, but and, and honestly, Capel, this might be one of the worst collective group performances I've seen since the Super Bowl and, 51. People, this is a this is a shame. And and Capella, I know Capella's in a tough spot. This is just not a team where Capella can have that big as, of an as impact. As three players, our power forward rotation shot two of sixteen from the field. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's Collins, Bay, and Johnson, by the way. Just for anybody curious, I mean that. Yeah, is, I mean, I mean John Collins one of seven look, three, the, DeAndre Hunter two of nine, Trey Young two of eight, Bay zero of three. I mean, good night, people. You, do y'all just not do shoot around? Like, I, I'm genuinely starting to wonder. <laughs> do you know, like, there was three times this game where somebody would get stuck in the mid range of the post and they'd throw a pass and it go into the backcourt. It honestly asked me a question: Does this team practice? Have they practiced together? Has this team practiced together since Quinn Snyder got hired? Like, I mean. You can sit here and laugh, but like at a serious point, we have to consider it, Logan, because, I mean, playoff teams don't do that shit. All right, it's as simple as that. Really, like they don't just throw the ball into the into the backcourt, and like it's not just a one-off thing. They did it three times tonight. So like, I'm I'm starting to get maybe we just didn't practice. Maybe I mean maybe the guys just want to go home as much as we do. I mean, I, I don't know, but it is just. There are some alarming stuff. Do they even do shoot around? Is, do they just show up to the games like an and one turn? I'm very, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just saying we need to, we need to weigh all the possible out. I mean, things that are going on right now. Yeah. I mean, what sucks is two things. One, we made 16 threes today. And I, I felt like if we made more threes than the Celtics, I'm not granted. We shot less efficiently, but if we made more threes than the Celtics, we'd have a good shot of winning, but we lost by 13. Two is, we started off with like a 10, 11 point lead. We started off great. And then everyone stopped being able to shoot. And then the Celtics inevitably played well. Um, if we could have not forgotten how to completely shoot in the second half of that first quarter, like we could have been up 18, 20 points. And, you know, the confidence difference of being up, even if it's just 12 points, like that compared to, oh, the Celtics instantly come back and make it like a two point lead for them. 
the confidence difference there is just crazy. And in that first quarter, there's no other way to put it. Trey Young, the first four or five minutes, started good, hit a three, had a couple of nice passes, hit a floater, I think, or maybe it was a, it was a layup. And then after that, it was just, I've never seen, I mean, at least against the Heat, like the Heat were throwing junk defenses at him. Against the Celtics, they'll 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 double him occasionally. They'll hedge a couple screens, but like he's just dumb. He's just playing so dumb, man. I don't I don't know how else to put it. He's just and today wasn't even like today wasn't even that too terrible of a game, um, shooting wise. But it's just like it felt like he's just not processing things right. And I get the Celtics are very good defense. It's gonna be hard to run anything against them, but like. He has like he has to be good one of these games. He has to be good at some point, you would think. Otherwise it's like what you know, what are we even doing here? What's what's the point of any of this? Yeah, I mean honestly, man, these are just some ghastly performances. Um I don't I don't know. Like I don't I'm trying to think in the mindset of what you can do this series because like, you know, la- after last game we threw out like playing Aaron Holiday. But it's like I mean, you, I mean you probably I mean you need perimeter defense. This team is lackadaisical on the perimeter. They get beat by back cuts. They get beat by cuts in general. I mean, this team, they can't guard a backdoor cut. They can't, you know, these guys are so glued onto their man. You know, if somebody gets one step in front of them, I mean, the Celtics are getting the ball to him. It's getting dunked. I mean, Capella can't really operate because he's getting guard, dragged out to the perimeter because Al Horford. I mean, it's just, it's just a shit show. I mean, that's really all I can say. I mean, you can't shoot this bad. And what did they shoot as a team? 16 of 48. Okay. I mean, you outshot the Celtics. It was like 33%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, like, you made more than the Celtics, but they shot way more efficiently than you. But, I mean, the, yeah, 4 of 8, 3, that's embarrassing, honestly. I don't, even, I don't even think any of, like, the, like, typical guys who miss three throws missing either. So, that's really just embarrassing. Capella did miss two. Okay. <laughs> I know Trey missed some, and I know somebody else did. I'm, I don't know. You out-rebounded them. No, that's it. I don't know, man. It's just, I mean, you turnover battle was, I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, the, the, the 13% differential, the field goal category will tell you the story of this one. All right. 12% of the three point. I mean, I don't know what else you can do. I mean, maybe give, yeah, I don't know. I mean, if your defense is going to be this bad, maybe you could AJ Griffin out there. Hope he can shoot. I mean, he's a rookie, so you can't really depend on him for too much, but I mean, the Hawks, they don't have the, they don't have the, the tools in order to build a, uh, good perimeter defense are there. I'm just going to say it now. You know, I, you can like redo the lineups, but like, you know, Jalen Johnson's a guy we talked about just for his perimeter defense, but we can't play him because of his, um, his, uh, what's it called? His offensive, like his offensive game tonight. Like honestly saying offensive it was a fit saying it was terrible would be a bit too complimentary. Honestly. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. He man, also like, just, I mean, I'm trying every, to come up with stuff, game, but I don't know. Every game. Jalen Johnson is going to do a dumb thing. Like, I don't know how to put it. Like, that, that he got Jose Alvarado by Tarek White today. Like, that was a low moment for all of us. A very low moment for all of us was that. So, I don't know, man. I mean, you can try and redo the line. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, <laughs> Trey has to play better. I mean, guys have, to, I mean, your players just have to step up in general. I mean, Win can only do so much, people. The lineups can only be changed so much. I mean, John Collins can't go two for 11. 
and I know he shot seven threes. And like we've gone over this before, I'll say this until the day that he is officially traded. John Collins is not a perimeter player on offense. I mean, he is at his best used when he's inside the paint. But you know, the Hawks have been using him as a modern stretch four since Capella got here, and it's just. I mean, has it worked? Yeah, the Hawks have made it to Eastern Conference Finals, so obviously it's not detrimental to the team, but it's you're not optimizing John Collins to the best of his abilities. And like he's you're playing in him in a role that he's not ideal for. And like we, he hasn't been able to shoot all season man outside but like that like Lynn Sanity run where he was shooting forty percent plus from three. It's just like this is he's not like a he's not that player. But also I'm like, yeah, play Bayboard. Bay was 0 4 from the field and 0 3 from three. So it's just like I don't know. I just I don't. I don't know. I don't know where the Hawks go from there, other than you simply have to play better if you're the players. I mean, you have to defend better too. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm not <laughs> I, trying I, to make it sound like it's over. I if mean, I had it, if I had answers, Jackson, I'd be in coaching, bro. <laughs> Look, I mean, I'm not trying to make it sound like it's over by any means. I mean, it's a 2-0 lead. 2-0 leads have come back from. I mean, the Clippers literally came back from in 2021. I no, yeah, 2021. They came back down from two of them apiece, but. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Logan, I'm going to be honest with you. It kind of just feels like the Celtics are the better team here, man. I mean, it kind of just feels like we're outclassed. <laughs> I mean, they definitely are. <laughs> it kind of seems like we're... Uh, I, mean, I, I mean, also, with the scheduling, they had us playing in the uh, the JV side gym while Varsity played in the uh, main gym. Also, that game was on ESPN, and it's like a 40-point blowout. And this time, I wouldn't be joking if I said Donovan Mitchell has 30, so... I, I don't know. I mean, Murray played 40 minutes. Murray played good tonight, so shout out to him, but... No, Murray was good. The the thing that I feared would happen was the start because you cannot you can't play, you know. I understand you're not going to play a guy 48 minutes. Like you're just not going unless it's literally LeBron in the game 7, like you're not going to do it. To start the fourth quarter, we we were playing without Trey or with without DJ and Trey on the floor. The lead I think got from we were within 9 to 14. It's just one of those things where Trey was just he was being picked on on defense. He was doing. I mean, can we even confidently say he was a net positive, like a positive on offense today? I know he put up twenty four points, but it took twenty two field goals attempts and he had five turnovers and six assists. Can we really say he was even a positive on offense? It's like it's just he's so he's lost. They put Derek White on him and Marcus Smart on him. He's lost. He's a turnover machine. He's surprise surprise he's he still doesn't know how to shoot Steph Curry fucking ruined his shot somehow like Steph Curry between this and what he's putting the I mean the shooting air balls he's putting Steph up Curry's in the a, King series I'm not a fan yeah I mean I, I admittedly the Kings are whooping them better than I thought they would get on them for being up 2-0 if it's worth it to watch you know somebody has to take the take the Warriors down for what they did to Trey Somebody has to take Steph Curry down. Interpol, get involved, please. They've ruined him. They've ruined my poor superstar. Um, Yeah, I mean, I feel like the synopsis of this game, I don't really have anything else to say, but if you do want to win the series, you're simply going to have to play better. Um, You're going to have to shoot the ball better and defend better. And I feel like I've said that in this entire season, uh, and I don't expect anything to change. The Celtics are a better team. You're fighting an uphill battle. I've said that plenty of times now just about the series alone. But... You're not going to win the series playing like this. as evidence. Like, honestly, Logan, if the Hawks were 25% better tonight, this series is 1-1. 25 is a big percentage. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, this team is very bad. Like, very, very bad. Like, 
on like honestly, if we go through the entire playoffs, who does this Hawks team beat in a seven game series? Say that one more time. Take the other fifteen teams in the playoffs. All right, who do the Hawks beat in a seven game series? The Wolves. I do think maybe. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy is we did beat the Kings twice in the regular season. All right, so <laughs> I mean, this is a fun set. I think you beat the Wolves in a seven game series. I think they're just. There's 50 feet of no, shit, cra- you'll find what, the Hawks. 50 more, you'll find the Wolves. You know what's crazy is the Wolves swept us in the regular season. <laughs> that that kind of has Knicks vibes to it, though. You know, I mean, I don't... They they seem to have their own problems. I mean, McDaniels isn't playing. I mean, I feel like I'd take the Hawks over there. That is true. I mean, I feel like you beat the Wolves. The Kings? I don't, I don't know, man. Imagine De'Aaron Fox playing against this defense. I mean, if you think that he's you oh, know, looking good versus the Warriors, I mean... You know, the Warriors are playing some trash defense. I mean, let me take a look at the playoffs right now. I feel like you beat the Wolves. You lose against the Lakers. You lose versus the Grizzlies. You lose versus Golden State. Curry would do nasty things to this team. Sacramento, I, I mean, maybe you beat Sacramento. The Kings, you, I mean, the Clippers, you lose to. Suns, you lose to. Denver, you lose to. And then Miami, hey, man, I'm glad we got that one win. Seven game series, the Hawks are losing. They're losing the Boston. Brooklyn is, like, up in the air for me. Philadelphia, you're losing. No one can stop and beat. Knicks, New York. I mean, Cleveland, New York. I don't know. I don't even know. I'm not confident enough to say yes anymore. I don't. I don't know. Bill Bucks, you lose to. So. I don't know, man. I mean, the team's got to play better. It's as simple as that. Um, shout out to John Murray. <laughs> like this, is crazy because this is probably like. I mean, obviously, we can't see in the future, but this is probably like going to be one of the best. Like Dejounte Murray's not a shooter. He shot seven to thirteen for three tonight. Like he's. That's probably like his best ever like playoff. Sh- that may be his career highlight for three point shooting, and it's in a thirteen point loss. So I mean, I mean that was that was by far the best playoff game he's played because he's only kind of been bad in the playoffs. But like you know, like I'm not sa- like I'm not even saying a competent sentence at this point. I'm just <laughs> stammering. But legitimately, Dejounte deserves props for how he played. He kept us in this game. He. Gave us a shot to win when, honestly, the only other person I can really say did that was Bogey. Bogey and DJ were the only people I can really say gave us a shot to win. Trey was bad. Capella just wasn't a factor. He's It's going to be hard for him to be a factor. I thought he'd be able to dominate the boards more. but um, And the truth is, it's not like we're getting slaughtered when Capella's out there, but he's just not able to be that big of a factor. Hunter, look, if he would have shot better, we, we really could have won this. Um but I'll at least give him props. He rebounded the crap out of the ball. It's just he can't dribble and had some of the dumbest turnovers imaginable. John Collins, bad player right now. Like, against the Celtics, bad player. It's just like the Celtics have like six guys that are just John Collins but better. I don't know how else to put it. It's it's just it's difficult. Um, It's crazy because he was plus eight. Like, I don't – I'm so confused. It felt like John Collins was – just, I mean, offensively, he's a nothing um, against a team like the Celtics. Like, he's just, I mean, technically every game in John Collins' playoff career outside of the dunk on, on Embiid, he's pretty much done nothing offensively. But I'll give John some credit. He tries. You know, he, he I can I can see his heart is in it. Sometimes you wonder if, like, Trace just kind of in his own head. John John's not in his own head because <laughs> that'd be kind of crazy. Hunter, you wonder if he really has that, that sort of mentality to go. Um, so that's the one thing about John and Capella is you, they, they probably are the best leaders on the team. Now where the, where exactly they're leading us to, I don't know, but they're leading somewhere. 
a Kongu, like he was fine, but I'm I'm not gonna say he helped us win or getting closer. Bay was a nothing. Johnson was five minutes minus thirteen. Don't really need to say much else. And Bogey, yeah, like is he gonna get cooked on defense a little bit? Sure, but the truth is Bogey shot well. Eighteen points and a very efficient eighteen points. Four very badly needed threes. Four assists. Two steals. Only one turnover. Bogey was good. DJ was good. Everyone else. Like two other people at least need to step up, and I I just don't know if they're going to. Um, you want to hear a fun stat, Jackson? I am sure I'm not going to enjoy this. <clears throat> Trey Young over his last eight playoff games. Um, so this is nine against, of twenty-two. Oh, so is this just against the Celtics and the? Oh well, it's the last Bucks game. If it's eight, cause no five, seven, yeah, okay, all right. If, if I if I honestly had, well, I'm not sure. Um, I mean, two series, two games against wait, the Celtics, four, five against the Heat, seven, one against the Bucks, eight. Yeah, yeah. So, and and to be fair, Trey in the last game against the Bucks, he was playing hurt. He was playing solely because it was elimination, and and he was incredible that postseason. So I'll give Trey credit for. I won't even say that last one because he was playing hurt there. Um, so nine of twenty-two from the field, two of eight from three, five of eighteen from the field, one of five from three, two of twelve, zero five. 3 of 11, 3 for 10, 6 for 14, 2 for 6. That's his best game on here. I think that was the day. Was that the day he had the buzzer beater? It was. It was. All right. 10 of 20, 2 of 10. That, that one's honestly not as bad either. Um, and here's by far the worst one. 1 of 12, 0 for 7. Um, he just... What's happened, man? I, I like, Like, I get... I get defenses are able to focus on him. And I get the NBA you know, has figured say, out Trey Young, a column. And, and and I get like we we added DJ to have another ball handler to work, but the truth is is Trey one, everyone just is selfish on the Hawks, like in the fact that they all all, you know, all the ball handlers search for ISOs. And two, it doesn't really matter if DJ helps Trey because Trey kind of gets himself in the trouble. He starts like think of the end of the first quarter. It's a perfect example. We should get the last shot. We should. <laughs> we have the ball with I think 17 seconds. The shot clock is off. The shot clock is going to be off. Trey dribbles into an ISO against it was either Derek White or Malcolm Brogdon. He gets a shit blocked for like the, I think he had six shots blocked this game. And then Brogdon is able to get the rebound to go back and hit a half court shot to give the Celtics what was it? Uh, I think they gave them the lead to end the first quarter. On a possession, I'm not saying you have to hit the shot, but you have to get the last shot. And instead, Trey just, oh, clear out, clear out, clear out, clear out. I'm going to ice, so I'm going to cook. And he goes nowhere, does not get past he his defender, puts up a shit. full shot. <laughs> and it's just like, Trey is getting in his own way. You can't blame You can't blame DeJounte Murray. You can't be like, oh, they traded for DeJounte to help Trey, and he, he it's not working. You can't blame DeJounte for Trey doing this. He's doing it to himself. You there's no other way to put it. Like, <laughs> I did not want to have the conversation of like, oh, what do we do? We have a Trey Young problem, but like, what else? Are, what is what else is our logical conclusion? Oh, oh we don't have a Trey Young problem. We don't got a Trey Young problem. We got to get rid of Trey Young. That's our problem. We got to get rid of. We got to find someone to take him. We got to attach a first round so, pick to him, Logan. We might have to attach the Kings pick just to get rid of Trey Young. You guys want to participate in draft so, night? Gone out the window, brick by brick. We're trading the Kings pick and our first just a salary dump trade. We're getting Ben Simmons back. This is what we're getting, people. Thanks, Trey. No. Um. Yeah, and the. 
And like I just felt like he 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 played like the the Hawks started well and, and Trey started pretty decent, but like then in the second half of the first quarter he played like a jackass, turned the ball over, tried to foul bait and couldn't. And Boston figured it out, and they dominated pretty much the rest of the way, except for that second half of the third quarter. Like, the Hawks won the third quarter by three. And considering, I think the Hawks really won the second half of that third quarter by, like, ten or so. So, it's just, you know. All right, Logan, we're going to play a game. And and just so you guys know, you know, Jackson was kind of joking about having to touch picks to, to get rid of. I was not joking. That's, right. that's actually going to have to happen. But, if you go but, if you go down that avenue, it may have to be done. But I don't like I'm tired of making excuses for the guy because he's forcing a lot of his own errors. You know what I mean? Like why why should I blame DeJounte or even Hunter for trade playing like an idiot? Why should I blame anyone else? You know what I mean? I, Honestly, I don't even know if, if I want to give that much like, credit to bad shooting games. I'd be okay with it. It's more of the fact that like he's isoing at Sam Hauser, and like I know the Sam Hauser best defender meme because of that stat, but like it's the fact he's isoing against guys like Sam Hauser, and he's like, oh, I forgot that Sam Hauser got. He's hilariously <laughs> turning the ball over against him, and like he's like missing. He's throwing passes to the referee. It's like. He's missing passes oh from Dejounte. He was he was seeing ghosts. He was seeing ghosts, I mean, dude. Yeah, he was like, seeing ghosts. It's like what do you want to? It's like what do you? It's like I, I can honestly, if you just shoot back in the playoffs, I can live with it. Like I sit here and I talk about like Trey John Collins, Trey Sadiq Bay. Yeah. Those guys, maybe they're just not made for the bright lights. Like honestly, that's a thing. Honestly, shooting. There's so many things that go into it that it's just like. But like Trey Young just being like careless, loose with the basketball. You know, getting deed up and like turnovers forced on him by like Sam Hauser. It's like. I can't do that, man. And like, I'll say yeah. it right now. Yeah, that's a good point. Trey Young has been a lot Did better it? on defense ever since like December of this year. Trey Young has has had some of the worst defense of his entire NBA career this series, and it's, it has nothing to do with his size and weight, his height and his weight. I just want you to know: is there possessions where it happens where he gets post up, taken down low by Smart or White? Yeah, it's happened. It happened very randomly. But like, how many times this series has Trey Young been bit, beat on a back cut? How many times has Trey Young just lost his game? Guy, how many times has Trey gotten into the no man's land and not picked on anybody? Just stood there. It's like between that and the turnovers, man. I, I can't, I can't, I can't sit here and accept that, man. I, it's like I can't do that. You're making thirty-seven million dollars a year, dude. It's like I know everything's not salary. You are the star of this franchise, and the fact that like you're out here having these, I'll say these are embarrassing turnovers. Like these are not turnovers that you look back on. Yeah, I'm, I'm not watching these turnovers back and going, oh, great defensive play by Sam Hauser here. Like Trey is just losing the ball, and on defense, he's just. He, like a screen hits and like Trey doesn't even make an attempt to recover. Like he just lets it happen. He doesn't even attempt to switch. He just lets it happen. He's just standing there. It's like that. That's, that's unacceptable to me. Like that is unacceptable, unforgivable. It's just, it's disgusting. It's embarrassing. It's, it's not something I'm going to sit here and defend. That's, that's actually a very good distinction that you made. Um, Like, like that thing I, I uh, just read out, like people are going to want to blame the shooting and the shooting is bad and the shooting is concerning. You are so right though. The core issue is what are these turnovers? Like, like Trey is a high volume pick and roll facilitator. He's going to turn the ball over three or four times a night on average. I get that, but I can, I can live with like an errant pass on, on a pick and roll that maybe it's just outside the guy's like pocket. Like maybe you miss the alley-oop by a little bit, which that's the one thing Trey Young's passing has pretty much always been good at is alley-oops. But he's losing, like he's getting cookies twice in a two-minute span by Sam Hauser. He's getting his stuff blocked on careless shots 
by Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon. He's he's scared of Derek White and Malcolm Brogdon. He's turning. He's passing the ball to the ref because I guess we're wearing black jerseys. I guess is that the excuse you want to give him? We're Ooh. wearing black jerseys. Ooh, I, hope, I think so, I think Neek said that. I hope I hope nobody thought that was serious. Ooh, mm. I can't man. Neek did say that. And I don't care. I love Neek. I don't care. You know, Neek's a ride yeah, or die. You know I, what? I feel like I should apologize to Dominique because this clown isn't going to be the best player in Hawks franchise if he keeps doing this against in playoff <laughs> games. I'm sorry. I, if Dominique, if you're listening to this, I apologize because if Trey keeps playing like this, he's not touching your legacy. Your legacy is secure. This guy, he's he's dribbling up to his head against Sam Hauser for some reason. I I, don't, I can't even explain it at this point. I'm <laughs> I'm, befu- I'm befuddled. <laughs> He's dribbling like I did. He's dribbling with two hands. Like hands. we're at that point where Trey Young is dribbling with two hands. It's like I don't know, man. It's just, it's it's bad. Hey. It's all bad. It's it's Jover. There's no other way to put it. It's Jover. I mean, it's Jover. All right, all right. Let's go over to um to uh to my game. We're gonna play. go over to what? No, 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 no. I was like, go over to what? No, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to play a little game real quick. All right, Logan. Today's game is called, do you want him on the roster next year? We're going to start out the top (laughs) salary wise. That's how it's going in that order. In case you care. First up on the list, Trey Young on the roster next year. All right. John Collins. The only reason to justify having John on the roster is because he is at least emotionally kind of mature. But the truth is, if you 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 just have to trade John Collins for a veteran. That's all I'll say. Trade John Collins, but you have to get like you you have to get a, a veteran player. I'm not saying it has to be a good player. It could be a Solomon Hill type player, but it, you have to get a veteran back. But you know, it, it, the truth is, we need better forwards. John Collins is the most highly paid forward on the roster, and he's it's just not working out. No. Uh, it is time to move on. Yeah, but um, like I, before this before this series, I was like, we have replacements now. We have Sadiq Bay and Jalen Johnson. After this game, I'm rethinking it. I'll be honest, I'm rethinking it. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, Jalen Johnson is still the you know long term idealistic play, but I mean, the truth is, we need small forwards too. I'm not even just making fun of Hunter. Like we need we need better forwards. So I don't, I you don't even have to really care about Sadiq Bay. It like you know, we need everything. I, Anyway, keep going. All right. Um, Clint Capella. That That's just tough because financially, I just don't think you can justify it because you're also like, it's just going to be time for a Congo to get, you know, a Congo has to prove what he is, what he truly is by starting. And he's going to be due for an extension technically. So it's tough. But the truth is that trading Capella is going to hurt or trading Capella is going to hurt because he's just one. He's a pretty good player. And two, he's like our only legit bona fide veteran. And he's a, he's a core culture guy. Um, so I think you flip a coin on that, but financially you kind of have to trade him. But honestly, as much as I've, I've ragged on him, trading Capella will, will seriously hurt the team. It's going to be hard to, to get better from a Capella trade, at least in the locker room. But it, it is probably time to move on, um, especially if, you know, like like think of the centers Quinn Snyder had in in Utah. He he had an anomaly with Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert is a different player than Capella. I know that sounds weird to say because they play essentially the same role in offense. 
but it's just I think I think Snyder would be content to not have a offensive kind of detriment on the team like Capella. Um, but I I really don't. That's tough. I really don't know. What What are you thinking, Jackson? Because I really like, I can't wrap my mind. Okay, for sure. I think Okongwu is ready to start. I'll be honest. I've been I've been you know I've been. I don't know. I've been lower on a Kongu than like most of y'all, but like, look, look. The the, the truth is, is it's entirely a plausible play to uh, trade Capella for a draft or whatever, start a Kongu and and draft Derek Lively. Dude, I actually like, have some entirely... sick Derek Lively stats. Hold on, you ready to hear something? You know, I I knew you had these, and that is why I said. Okay, his name. okay, Go okay. Ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, anyways. Like the thing with like, I feel like a Kongu ready to start, and I feel like one thing I've always harked on a Kongu before is like. He has these games against like centers who are like obviously like I'm just gonna be respectful, way worse than him, like Cody Zeller, Nick Richards. You know, I've made the joke on here before. You know who I'm talking about. I feel like the only way for a Congo to overcome those games is by is by I mean simply playing him more. And like the easiest avenue to getting a Congo, I feel like he's ready to start. And I, I feel like you I feel like you kinda have to do it. I feel like he's ready, and I feel like the easiest way to like iron out those kinks, I'd say, is by starting him. So also I feel like Capella has some underrated trade value. Like we saw it this past week. Hey man, OKC really needs a big man. Like they need like a real hey, big like, man. Like you know, Jakob Jakob Podol got traded for a very legitimate first. I think it's only top six or no, seven. No, it's top protected. four protected. Like, and like there's gonna be teams who are it's on a the very legitimate for the center. This also, I mean, the Trailblazers they're looking to move on from Nurkic. It's like they're buying. I mean, like you could you could get something like Logan's talking about, like a first. It's like, once again, you, if you get these picks, you don't have to use them. Even if they're protected, they still have value. Teams love first-round picks. They love the draft. It's like, you can get, like, maybe you use Capella in order to facilitate a trade of either getting a wing for him back, getting a first back, and then getting a wing. Or, you know, maybe you bundle picks together and you, you know, trade for, like, a, I mean, make another big package like you did for DeJounte. Or maybe, I mean, we haven't talked about this outcome, but maybe the Hawks, you know, they, they do a soft little rebuild before our picks are owed to uh, the Spurs. You have one year. <laughs> Technically, I, yeah, I don't really want to entertain this because I don't think this is what they want either. But, um, I mean, technically, you could trade a Kongu. Now, you would need to get a good player back in a Kongu trade back. I'm not saying you oh, trade absolutely. him for picks. You, you you would trade a Kongu for, like, I don't even, like a Siakam, in a Siakam-type package. That's what I'm talking about. Um you could do that. I, I'm not. I'm not saying we should, but I'm saying that is an. I mean, a, anything should be on the table. Trading Trey Young's dicey. I, I don't think you can justify it. Um, and I don't want to do it just because I don't want. I, I don't want like the ringer to win. And truth is, is I still do believe in Trey. It's just very frustrating right now. But um, anything could slash should be on the table. Yeah, I mean, I, mean so. I feel like you gotta weigh every option. It's like I don't know, maybe I do feel like Cavelli. You could, I feel like his good trade value. You could get something back from. But um, all right, let's talk about Bogey. No, you just extended him, so no, that's an instant. No, come on now. We we visit. We literally cannot trade him until Training September, camp. I think. But but Bogey, there's there's no reason to trade Bogey because he's the oldest guy on our team. He has legitimate playoff experience, and he, he when shows he's healthy, up. He's still. Like, He's a good player. He's a good player. So, you know, I guess, I guess, honestly, he's one of the least tradable guys on the roster. One, literally, and two, uh, not literally. Like, just keep bogey. It's kind of that simple. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you just extended him. All right, DJ Murray, last year of his contract before he hits UFA. Logan. 
I think you can have legitimate. You are. You can still talk with his agent, right? Like you can honestly feel it out and and honestly talk to DJ and say, "Do you like essentially like?" I mean, I don't know if you've been in this experience, Jackson, but have have you ever had to like kind of talk with your girlfriend or somebody you're dating and be like, "Let's let's check in. Is this working out? Do you like me? Do you want to continue doing this type thing?" Yeah, no, I know you might want to have. You might want to have that conversation with DJ. We had that and conversation on our last podcast. <laughs> and if and legitimately, like you, you could consider trading him solely if it's a you know, if if DJ slash his agency is like, look, man, we're gonna we're gonna sign a max wherever it is, whether it's here or not, we're gonna do that. If he doesn't commit to being in Atlanta, which I'm not saying I blame him for not committing, but if he doesn't, then I think you can consider trading DJ, but I do want to keep DJ. I want to make DJ work. I like DJ a lot. Um, I would love to keep him. Um, that is absolutely what I'd prefer. Um, but again, trading him should be, you know, he, he he's not he's not untradeable. It's not like if a team calls to trade for him, you don't hang up immediately. You listen. Um, that's how I see it. Yeah, I mean, also, I do kind of agree with, like, the whole, like, check-in, hey, is this still working for you thing? Because, like, I mean, it does need to be said, DeJounte did come here to play with Trey Like, as his thoughts about that change after a year, it's like... To be fair, DeJounte didn't really choose. <laughs> he was traded. He was not free agent. Well, wasn't he, like, talking <laughs> to Trey and stuff? I mean, th- these guys know it's possible and they talk about it, but... Also, I want to ask you, if DeJounte's wanting him back, are you giving that to him? It really depends on next year. Um, based off this year, so he's calls not working fallacy, max. He also comes into play here. Yeah, I mean, I would say, I would say yes, just because in the NBA, everyone's getting like Tobias Harris gets a max. I mean, y'all. you know what like, I mean? Uh, like someone said, twenty five, thirty five million is the new twenty five million. Twenty five million is the new fifteen million since the caps like shooting up and down. So. Yeah, and and the NBA just has absurd money. That's just how it is. It is a little bit of sunk cost fallacy. You better, you know, if you you want to get something out of those picks you traded, right? Yeah, um, and like I mentioned, like the soft rebuild thing, like you are the and if first if you if, if you extend, like, yeah, if you extend DJ, you can trade him later. You know what I mean? Uh, recoup something. Loyalty is not a thing in the NBA. If you got a no trade clause, anybody's game, my boy. Um. Yeah, yes. I don't know. I feel like you do check in with DeJounte if this is something where he's not liking the situation. I mean, maybe DeJounte wants to, you know, be the number one on a team again or something like that or be at least, you know, the number one guard on a team. Then, you know, I could see it. But uh, just in terms of the Hawks, I think you keep them. I think you run back Trey and DeJounte. Give Quinn a full offseason with them unless you really like a trade offer for and, either of them. And you have to just focus on improving, improving the spacing around. Because the thing with DJ for me you need to get him more opportunities to cut to the basket. The reason why his like true shooting percentage is bad is because most of his offenses just pull up mid-rangers. That's just hard to be efficient on. And he's pretty good at them. That's hard to do. If you can get DJ cutting to the basket more, you can get a lot better use out of him. Um, and the defense, he is what he is. He's not great on ball, but he creates a lot of steals. He creates a lot of deflections. You know, he is what he is. Is he a truly a max player in the league? No. Is he a player that will get paid 30 something million dollars a year because the NBA money is crazy? Yes. So that is what that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. All right. DeAndre Hunter. You have to keep in. I, I do need to say this. His um his extension kicks in. Salary goes up. Yep. 
you you have to improve the forwards. You have to improve at the wing. I De- DeAndre Hunter is who he is. I personally, I would heavily, heavily involve him in trade talks and see what you can get going. Curious, DeAndre Hunter. If you're moving, who's the number one player you're you're putting on the trade? Who like you know you're listing your trade block from? We want this guy gone the most. Who's your number one? Is it DeAndre Hunter? Is it John Collins? Like, I mean. Just curious. They're they're tied for first. They're tied for first, essentially. John Collins, you know, I I like John Collins more than I like DeAndre Hunter, but the truth is, is that it's just not working with those two on the court a lot of the time. So you you can the Hawks just need fresh wings and forwards. Like you just need something fresh. You need you point need of attack defenders. Yeah. Um, Anyeka Kongwu. That's a keep for me instantly. Yeah, you you keep you keep a Kongu unless literally unless Toronto is like, hey, we'll give you Siakam for a Kongu and John Collins and the Kings pick. Then I'd be like, all right, <laughs> like, hey. thanks for the memories, Inyaka. That that type of thing. But um, no, I agree. With you. I mean, going into the next year, a Kongu seems like a guy who you're not necessarily building around, but like he's like a very nice building block. Like you know. He's a switchable five. He's, I mean, like the only qualm I have about him is the fact that like, I, I feel like one, he's, I mean, you know, preferably everybody's seven foot on your team, but that's just the NBA, but six nine is fine. Another thing about Kongu, and this is a plea to the Hawks fan, stop trying to force a jump shot on the man. If it happens, it happens. But some of y'all are wilding. People are talking about like a Kongu shooting like 33, 35% from three in a few, couple of years. You're setting yourself up for disappointment. I'm letting you know now, man. Shooting is not linear, people. It's good that he's hitting a few, but 33, 35%. I mean, come on now, y'all. Let, let's so, be serious. I think I think fans should view it in terms of total number of shots made instead of percentage. This year, Okongu made four threes. I know that off the top of my head. Let me let me look up the amount of mid-rangers he's made right now. Um, also, another while you just, do that, I just want to say this real quick. I feel like if you move on from Capella and go to Okongu, you really start to embrace that modern basketball thing. That I mean, you know, I'm saying this because they're kind of kicking you might ass right you now. might look you might you might look player. to play more you might look to play five out yeah which yeah, means you really which means you need to trade Hunter and John <laughs> yeah if you, you want to go when five, I say modern to. basketball you can't have John Collins who's probably like the most like old fashioned two thousands basketball player playing in like a very modern role so yeah pretty much. Um, sorry, I'm still pulling up a, a Kongu's mid-range stuff. Let me, what's mid-range like 10 to 20? Yeah. That deal? Well, three point range just starts at 25 feet and out. I think the yeah, classification so. for mid-range is anything 20, anything 24, eight to 24 feet. So. Yeah. So in that case he made, it looks like around 35 out of, let's say, uh, what is it? He made about 50%, around 35 on 70-ish, which is pretty good. I think you look at purely numbers. I say next year, let's see if Okongu can hit. I don't want him to take that many mid-rangers. It's just not necessarily. Maybe 45 mid-rangers. And let's see if he can go from four threes made to, like, 30 threes made. Like, make one every other game. I don't think you need to look at him and and say, let's turn him into Miles Turner. Like, (laughs) that's just not going to happen. But you look at him and say, like, Maybe let's turn him into I don't know. Doesn't Valanciunas kind of? Yeah, I mean, make yeah, one, 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 three every once in a while type deal. Like, 
I mean, you just have um, to make him respectable three-point shooter to when you can, I mean, if you want to, achieve that five out, which I kind of think Quinn wants to. Like, I feel like Quinn's endgame is having shooters. Yeah, like he's not gonna shoot like Al Horford. He's not gonna play the Al Horford role. I, on I'm offense. just saying, Logan. Um, Quinn Snyder in Utah, he had a guy and who had the ball in his hands a lot, who was known for driving to the basket, surrounded by four shooters. Sounds like a sounds like a number five on our team, if you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> just say I mean, maybe, maybe that that's the thing. If if that's what Quinn Snyder wants to do, then I wonder if Quinn, you know, I and you have a good foundation with Trey and DJ, but and a Kongu. Um, even if Congo can't shoot that well, he's he's a good five out I, type I, guy. I was because, saying like maybe like DJ's your Donovan Mitchell and maybe Trey Young is uh you know uh traded. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand what you're getting at. Okay, okay. I, just I mean I just I don't know. I, just, I mean if you're yeah, we don't need to talk about this. But I'm just saying, you know, maybe it's something to think about. Um AJ Griffin, no, I'm keeping him. Once again. No, of course not. Again, unless it's like a franchise. <laughs> hey, <laughs> this is he, the franchise right here, yeah. people. She doesn't respect. Yeah, same with Jalen Johnson. You don't even have to talk about Jalen. Uh, like, no, it's the guy in between them, Sadiq Bay. You listen to it. I mean, he's useful. Like put, again, if you want to do the, the trade block, if, but I'd listen to offers if they come in, and also I wouldn't be so scared to throw them in a package if there's something I want. Yeah, but if you trade him, you obviously need to get substantial shooting <laughs> yeah. back because him and Bogey are only actual like shooters. Because can we really count Trey as a shooter until he proves it? I don't know. Um, DJ, he's a decent shooter, but he's very streaky hunter. I'm not, I mean, he's a whatever type shooter. Um, you know, y'all know what I'm saying. It's, it's just one of those things where if you're going to, you got to trade guys and be smart about roster construction. You can't trade guys to trade guys. All right. Uh, Jalen Johnson, we don't need to talk about, I mean, even though he's not, I mean, even though AJ Griffin and Jalen Johnson aren't, you know, playing in the playoffs, but he played four minutes tonight, but, um, I'm still confident about them. They're still, I mean, the future is still as bright for the Hawks, even though, you know, down the line, you know, we don't have some pigs, but, you know, hey. Like, guys, we could be the Mavs. I know, I know that sounds, I know anybody that isn't a Hawks fan would be laughing at me for saying that because at least they have Luka and we are stuck with Trey. But I would rather have a struggling star, a second star that is a free agent soon, kind of like Kyrie, and at least actually have young players and a couple picks. You know, it, it, we, we could be in a worse spot. That's all. And actually have made the playoffs this year. <clears throat> but, hey, you know, I'm I'm very thankful we have Jalen and AJ. And just so y'all know, the, the highest non-lottery pick in the draft this year. Woo! We did it, baby. Let's go. Um, I don't need to name anybody else. I'll do a lightning round. Anybody you hear that you want to keep, just let me know. Bruno Garrison, Aaron yeah, Garrison. Bitt, Tyrese Donovan, Trent. If, if Aaron is willing to... Stay for cheap, then keep him. Another um, vet man for Aaron sounds uh, awesome. I'm with it. Good third guard. Yeah, he, he he may be due for a small raise of like a couple million. I don't know. But I, I like Aaron Holiday. I think he should play in the playoffs. Just get, you know, I said this last pod, just give him one turn in rotation, see how it does. But um, Vit, he's vibes, but he's not a he's not an NBA player. Um, Garrison Matthews, he's on contract anyway. Same with Bruno. Yeah, so... Um, I think the only the only real kind of just, one that may surprise people. I don't know, man. You know, you can't tell me anything. Salary match the only, there. Uh, <laughs> the only one that might surprise people is like I have no issues with getting not getting rid of, but trading Sadiq, just because like 
this playoff series you know. has really ruined the allure of the meme. I, I must say, City, you're you're really ruining all the all the hype I've put around you, bud. I mean, I'm not trying to be rude, but if my legacy's on the line, you're not helping. Mm. I'm not that worried, but I have no issue with trading. Um, them, I guess while we're on time. this topic, I mean, just briefly, I don't want to keep this going too long. Um, extensions due next year: Akongwu and Jalen. I mean, not Jalen. Excuse me, Akongwu and Sadiq Bay. What are you? What are you? Um, are, first of all, would you extend them? How much is the max you want to go for both of them? I'm not extending Sadiq. Um, I am extending a Congo if if it can work out. Sadiq, uh, I think would want twenty plus mil, and he's just not worth that. He's he's just you know, we don't need another not really worth it twenty million dollar ish a year deal. We just don't need that. A Congo, you know. Unfortunately for you, Okongwu, you are a center. You're not going to get paid like a wing. Um, but I, I still think Okongwu could comfortably get like a four-year, 70-ish, 75-ish million dollar deal. Um, considering I'm expecting to dump Capella's salary, I don't really care what we pay, pay Okongwu as long, as long as it's not, you know, $22 million I feel like million a year, is in the line for the Hunter contract or a little bit less. I would go a little bit less, but that's just straight up positional value. That's that's you know, kind of just you know. So, sorry, you grew you like have a wide frame, so you ended up being a uh, <laughs> a center instead of a wing. A Congo. Sorry, sorry how that worked out, but it, <laughs> that's how it worked out, bud. <laughs> um. Yeah, and then uh, Sadiq. Honestly, Logan, you ever heard the Sultan take it the trial? Yeah, take it RFA. <laughs> yeah, and you know it's not. It's not that I am like hey, thinks Sadiq is bad. He's a useful player. He was very good for us in the regular season, but he's gonna want big money, um, and the Hawks are just not in a position to give I mean, him that. You know, if you're an RFA and you're comfortable with matching the deal for him, then hey, you can match it. If you're not comfortable, hey, you let him walk, and maybe at worst you get like a few seconds in the process. It's like, come on now. Yeah, and then and then he's a rental you had for a year and a half for maybe a couple seconds. You lost net like. Not, that's really not bad work. Yeah, I mean, if anybody's like, whoa, my God, we lost Sadiq. We traded five seconds from We were selling them anyways. Who cares? Don't sh- stop pocket watching, fool. Come on now. You know they were getting sold. Mm. I don't know why you care. Mm. Um. All right, Logan. Anything else we have to talk about today? Honestly, talking about this roster and all season stuff, I've completely forgot about game two. I've already forgotten what happened. I, oh, we're down 0-2. Oh, oh. Oh. I, have, I, have, I have one thing to say. My only concern about Game Three, because I'm no longer concerned about winning the series, it'll be, uh, it'll take divine intervention to win four out of five games. I'm so confident in my prediction. It is it is. Hey, good for you, man. I good think we you. spotted them um, the first two. <laughs> <laughs> but um, my only concern is, we all know Boston fans are everywhere. They travel well. They're in an infestation and disease in pretty much every other city. Um, I am begging people that have the time and the money on Friday that have tickets that have season tickets. If you get packages for the playoffs or that, I don't know. Please don't sell them to Celtics players, please. I, the worst thing that could happen much worse than being swept would be for it to be like a Boston home crowd on Friday and Sunday. That would be the worst thing imaginable. Please. Um, Hawks fans, please show up. And I know that's, that's hypocritical because I'm not going to be at the game, but look, man, I got a live tweet for you guys. I got a live tweet. I can't be at the game. The Wi-Fi is not great. Look, for y'all, watching the game is entertainment. For us, we're on the clock. We're working. (laughs) 
I, I, so people be like, what you doing tonight? I'm like, oh, I'm working. They're like, ah, uh, reality, I'm watching the Hawks. You know, I'm unemployed. My boy. I mean, come on now. But, uh, yeah, yeah I mean, I, you know what? I'm not going to put this one on the fans because honestly, Logan, with how apathetic of a performance we've had in these two games. That's fair. You know what? You know what? I, I cannot blame I, people for not wanting to get up in that midday Atlanta traffic. Not even mid evening traffic. I mean, look, I'm going to make a call to action to number 11. You're in front of the fans who have adored you, have defended you. They're, you know what they, Logan, this Twitter shit gets serious. Be ready to die behind it. There's been people who have been killed behind defending you, Trey. I don't, I, mean, I hope not. I hope we, people aren't doing that. But hype, I mean, you know, making things more serious than they are. You know, Trey, I need good performance from you at home. If you're going to be a blow well at damn TD Garden, whatever. I, I don't give a shit. Don't do this shit at home, man. Just... Put up a performance that these fans can be proud of, that they spend their hard-earned money to come out for. I'm sure playoff tickets are about $6 a pop since we're down 0-2, and frankly, we're getting prison-loving for the Celtics, but hey, man, just play better! Hey, I don't have anything you else to what? say. You're right. I, I, sh- I shouldn't blame fans for not showing up. I just I just hope that oh, Celtics don't, no, fans no, 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 don't no, no, show no. up. You better show up. You better show up. What did I say? Show your ass. Be proud. Be loud. Asses but and also, elbows, man. This also extends to Trey Young because you know what they say, Logan. The series does not start until the home game loses a game. So the series, it's not mm. it's not over yet, people. And you know what? All I'm saying, my prediction of Hawks and Six, it's still applicable. We just have to win four in a row. I mean, what? That's you win four in a row? <laughs> what, like, yeah. Yeah. Come on, guys. Like, hey, I'm saying, like, Logan, you play the next three out of the next um, five games at home. So, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean. I got it. <laughs> Yes. Don't worry, the math was yes. there. Don't Te- worry, technically, it's three out of four. You have to win one game out of Boston. Come on now. You can you can do it. You almost did it tonight. If if we didn't play like... I mean, if we weren't negative 18 in the training minutes, we win tonight, people. I mean, 25% better tonight. You're looking at about if, a 70%. If we didn't have Trae Young, we win tonight. I mean, honestly, we we need to have the discussion. I mean, we might need to have the talk this summer, Logan. I mean. The Ewing Theory okay, we'll Committee is convening on this Trey Young. Don't get looked bad badly. Um, all I'm saying is after that athletic article, you you definitely aren't stopping anybody over there for calling you the most overrated player in the league. God damn. Get it together. Uh, Alright. That's all I have for today, uh, y'all. Logan, you good? I'm I'm too defeated to say anything <laughs> else. Alright, man. As always, be sure to check out the description. Find links to our Twitter, find links to our Patreon. You know the deal. Subscribe and all that. Um as far as this series goes, you know, let's go Hawks, baby, of course. Let's get these wins at home. You know, I'm still feeling Hawks at six. Still feeling it. Still optimistic, baby. As always, mm. though, thank you for listening. Love you. Goodbye.